sit and join the shade. Hey, brother, pour the wine. Drink the drink that I have made. Hey, brother, pour the wine. Tell Good evening. Happy Sunday and welcome to Drink in the Style, brought to you by Habitation Furnishing and Design. In addition, this week, to the American Society of Interior Design, I am your host, Gregory Rich, and I'm going to help you kill your Sunday early evening with some booze and interior design conversation. My guest this evening is Bethany Reed Peterson, ASID designer, principal, and chief Bon vivant at Atelier Reed Waters, an exceptional design house with offices in both London and here in Minnesota. Bethany, welcome to the show. And did I butcher the name? No. Well, thank you. I'm so excited to be here. And no, Atelier is is perfect. It's French. So it's perfectly pronounced. Bon. (laughs) There it is. You've now tapped me on all of my ability to pronounce anything in French. Excellent. Awesome. No, we're thrilled to have you. We're going to be talking this this evening about uh, design trends in the UK as well as here in Minneapolis. This is going to be a great conversation and it's going to be well lubricated by our good friend Dan Newkirk. From uh, a number of different places, including Mill Valley Kitchen, Mercy, and fe- featuring this week, uh, Benedict's in downtown Wyzetta. Dan, welcome back to Drink in the Style. Thank you very much. <laughs> Man, a few <laughs> words, but great gravitas in that voice. What are you going to be making for us uh, this evening? Well, today's going to be uh, a vodka-based cocktail um, with a vodka distilled from sugar beets. Um, yes, I know you're wondering. It's gluten-free. <laughs> it's key to me. Absolutely and, uh, key to me. I guess just to tap onto the uh, the French uh, design firm, I got a little French vermouth for us as well. Really? So the uh, the cocktail put in itself, so most people don't really drink vermouth in their vodka martinis anymore. They just want it dry. Well, I'm here to change that a little bit. Really? You're finding people are skipping the vermouth skip- altogether or just, 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 just a for tiny vodka. whisper? Just for vodka, not for gin. Okay. Um, the gin drinkers still keep up to the actual demands. But uh, with this case, um, the drink itself um, is called the rainwater because uh, it's going to derive down to – so rainwater, petrichor. Petrichor is a word that was uh, created by some Australian scientists back in, like, 1968. Okay. Uh, and so literally – Petra, being the, the root word, the, the Latin genome, it's, it literally translates to water that flows through rocks through veins of gods. Well, say that again? Flows yeah. through rocks through veins of gods. Holy crap. So, and one word, they had a word for that? Petra? Uh, yes, Petra was the word, but now <laughs> Petrichor is the word that's been carried forward. So what's really cool about this is, uh, yeah, the, the drink literally tastes like rainwater. So when you go outside and smell uh, that smell after a nice rainfall, mm-hmm. you're smelling Petrichor. The reason why beets taste the way they do. Petrichor. Really? Yeah. This is such an educational show. This I mean, great. I never stop amazing myself at how much value I bring to our listeners through through the display of completely unurgent but really interesting bits of information. And this drink will be available both at Mill Valley Kitchen and at uh, Mercy. And now because of this show, we might have to carry it at Benedict. So. You may have to. Somebody comes in and demands it. You're in big trouble. Yep. I'm All three going to of demand it. You should. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'll come and demand it. I'm going to send in people just to irritate you and make sure that they do. The name of the vodka. Yeah, um, so it's Beet Vodka. Uh, okay. It's made out at our friends out of four, Parallel 45 um, out in New Richmond, Wisconsin. But the uh, team that actually owns the brand is based out of St. Louis Park. Okay. Um, actually right down the road from Mill Valley Kitchen, as a matter of fact. And Habitation Furnishing and Design. Yep. So these these guys are basically trying to launch, and I've been working with them for a long time. And this has been a long time coming. I've had the drink for a while, but, uh, you know, things move slow sometimes. And, well, here we are, talking about it on the radio. That's fantastic. So beat uh, vodka, and it's spelled bat with a long line over the E type of thing. Correct. Um, and we did do a, a primer shot of this stuff. And, oh, my God, this is the most buttery vodka I have ever tasted. It is petrichor. It's it is the water that runs down the rocks and veins of the gods, because that's good stuff. All right, Mr. Uh, Bretzer, why don't you step ahead of me? I didn't even let you say it. My apologies. I know. All right, we got our mixing music. Dan, tell us how we put this cocktail together. Uh, well, we're going to do a, uh, just a classic martini build, where I'm probably going to double this up, since we're all going to be uh, imbibing a little bit with the lube, as you call it. <laughs> Uh, so typical. It's the anesthetic to life, right? Two and a quarter. 
uh, spirit and three quarters, three quarters of the vermouth. Typical random uh, martini build. Uh, so we're gonna go four and a half. Four and a half. Oh wow, that's gonna be half a bottle. But we can do it because you know what? Here, drinking the style. We're committed. Committed. Don't know what we're committed to, but we are committed. Okay, so basically you're saying two-thirds, one-third is the relative ratio between vodka and vermouth? A boot. Okay. A boot. Okay. It just it really depends on preference. It depends on the vermouth. It depends on the vodka. Uh, I just found this to be the best way to do it. All right. So we've got uh, the vodka added. We've got the vermouth, the French classy vermouth, which, by the way, is called C. Camos. Yep. Distributed by a bellboy. By a bellboy? Bellboy is the distribution. Oh, bellboy. Just, <laughs> just, just some by a bell random bellboy. Bell <laughs> my, my friend Rosa Scrade will appreciate the shout-out. <laughs> I was a bellboy at the Marriott Hotel in Buffalo, New York uh, when I was in college. I, interestingly enough, carried O.J. Simpson's bags uh, up to, uh, to his room and lived to tell the tale. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> He was, as everyone says, one of the nicest guys you ever would meet. Such tragedy. And mark my words, just to go off uh, uh, on a tangent, when OJ dies and they pull his brain out, they are going to find that he had that concussion thing. Oh, spades, Thank you. Across the board. And had they been aware of that, I bet, back in the day after the murder, I bet he, he would have been able to frame that case. You know what I'm talking about? I uh, no. Glove don't fit. You must have quit. Come on. Well, I mean, <laughs> so, I, yeah, okay. That okay. would have been I'm a defense sure. mechanism for him. Yeah, okay. Right? That's right. why he went crazy. Exactly, because it, it matches oh, all right. yes, 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 of yes, the yes, symptoms, yes. the rage, the lack of judgment. And that guy, back when he played for the Bills, he got beat up like there was no tomorrow. All right. That was a bit of uh, that's as far as we go into sports trivia <laughs> in this style. So the the one really cool thing about this, and rest assured, for you're going to a show later this evening, is yes. uh, it does take a little bit extra water dilution um, just to get right to that that peak point that I'm looking for. So it's not going to be terribly booze forward. It, you'll be actually be a little bit worried that it doesn't taste so much like booze. But keep in mind, we're making which is booze and booze. It's like, wait, can I can I go now? There's no booze. Oh, <laughs> you're gonna be just bad. <laughs> I would never. I would never. Too funny. All right, you've got it mixed up and not shaken, but stirred, of course. And it's cooking beautifully. While we're mixing, I'm gonna ask the random question of Bethany because I really like the question. All right, here it is. Ready? Random UK question, which means it isn't really random, but it's semi-random. Who do you find to be a sexier stereotype? Miss Reed Peterson, the English knight or the swashbuckling British privateer? Oh, wow. Okay, the English knight, what, like Game of Thrones style, like English knight, or <laughs> the, like the Tom Hardy kind of... Swinging across. Swinging across. Let's go with the, let's go with option door number two. Let's door? go with the privateer, the swashbuckling... I love yes. it. All right. Yes. Swashbucklers, we know our way to Bethany's heart. Uh, we have our cocktail mixed in, and uh, we're going to take a really quick break here and uh, begin drinking. We'll be back in just a moment. This is Gregory Rich, founder of Habitation Furnishing and Design and host of Drink in the Style every Sunday at 5 p.m. You know, on the radio program, I often say that life is the big stuff, but living is in the details. The furniture in your home may be details, but that's where you do the living. So why not speak to one of Habitation's design professionals about making your space the best it can be? Habitation, 4317 Excelsior Boulevard in St. Louis Park. Take an ordinary putty knife and scrape off the old wax ring. Place the new wax ring over the flange, then line up the bolts with the bowl and gently set in place, making sure a proper seal is created with the flange and drain. Next. Um, Dad? Uh, yeah, sweetie. Is that a new plumbing manual? Oh, um, yeah, yeah, honey. We really need to get some new books. Right. Um, do you, do you want me to stop? Nah, I kind of want to know how it ends. Okay. Tighten the bolts, line up the flushing valve to the opening in the top of the bowl, and secure the tank with a screwdriver and crescent wrench. <laughs> the smallest moments can have the biggest impact on a child's life. 
Take time to be a dad today. Call 877-4DAD-411 or visit fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. Atheists Talk is the radio show for free-thinking Minnesotans. Listen on Sunday mornings at 9 o'clock. Every Sunday we bring you science, philosophy, politics, and plain old fun from an atheist point of view. Visit our website at minnesotaatheists.org for more details. Tune in to Atheists Talk Radio Sunday mornings at 9 o'clock on KTNF AM 950, the progressive voice of Minnesota. It's good radio without the good book. Tom Hartman here telling you that solar energy isn't just for environmentalists. Switching to all-energy solar is actually perfect for reducing your carbon footprint while also saving money on your monthly electric bill. The fact that solar panels cause no earth-harming emissions while it's producing energy is a bonus. Who in the world could object to that? But they can also help you save money month after month for decades. And they do it with a clean footprint. So go green and start saving money today by visiting allenergysolar.com. Did you know that Habitation Furnishing and Design has the area's largest selection of Noir and CFC furniture? Are you familiar with them? I once had a customer describe Noir as a cross between restoration hardware and Beetlejuice. I love that. And CFC, bench-made furniture out of the heart of California, is definitionally cool. In any event, check out the lines at NoirFurnitureLA.com and then swing into the store and check them out in person. Habitation Furnishing and Design, one mile east of Highway 100 on Excelsior Boulevard. But she always knows her place. She's got style, she's got grace. She's a winner. <laughs> she's a lady. Oh, 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 she's a lady. Welcome back to Drink in the Style, a one-hour conversation about art, architecture, and especially this week, interior design. I'm your host, Gregory Rich, and my guest this week is ASID accredited designer and chief Bon vivant, Bethany Reed Peterson. Bethany, welcome back again. Thank you. Before we jump into stuff, I just got to say, Dan finished off this cocktail, the rainwater, with, again, Dan, what was it? A violet. A little spritz of violet that he's got in a little bottle just to add uh, a, a little something. And this cocktail is brilliant. It is absolutely delicious. It tastes... If you don't like the taste of alcohol, you're going to love this drink anyway because it does not have a huge alcohol flavor to it. Um, it tastes like rainwater, but it's a mighty drink. I can sense it mm -hmm. being all alcohol. So, yeah, great, great job. And uh, this is served, by the way, uh, neat. So it is without ice and it is crystal clear. You can tell the kids that you're hydrating. <laughs> <laughs> we agree. And Brett, what do you think in there? Are you enjoying it? Absolutely. Yeah, you really can't get that hint of alcohol in there, but I'm kind of with you. You can tell it's very, very strong, but... Seriously, you can put this really like in a Nike squirt bottle and I can run a marathon and you can hydrate with this stuff. Cause, I like your style. Thank you. <laughs> Except that I never come near a marathon, but I could make seven or eight steps and then I just sit on the step. Uh, or a 5K. Yeah, exactly. All right, Ooh, Bethany, it. let's talk to you a little bit. I love your title. Is it just for fun, or does it have deeper meaning? Yeah. Chief bon vivant. Yes. Well, okay, so it's both, right? So in French, bon vivant means to live the good life. Mm -hmm. And I actually heard this um, in the sort of like the English trans, or translation, which they say over there, bon viveur. And um, I heard this actually from Jared Brown, who is the master distiller at Sipsmith Gin, and was reading an interview on him, and I was like, oh, he calls himself this bon viveur. What, is, you know, what does that mean? I, and I looked into it, and I'm going, oh, my God, that makes so much sense. I love it. It's one who lives the good life. And as a designer, you're helping clients live a good life, whether it's, you know, sitting down to have amazing cocktails or, you know, you know, helping them focus their studio space or their home office, for example. Um, and for me, I just, I love fun and interior design. Mm -hmm. I love the fun aspect and the whimsy of it. So I thought, you know, this is perfect. I don't necessarily just want to call myself a designer or a principal kind of mm -hmm. reminds me of an office that I used to spend a lot of time in as a kid. Mm -hmm. um, so I thought, well, you know what? Bon vivant sounds like a good way to go about this. I love it. It encapsulates everything that you're trying to achieve. And you're and you're exactly right. And and you mentioned something you hit on you hit on the nerve of the ASID design impacts lives concept associated with what you're doing. That is to say bon vivant and living the good life. Part of that 
can be the environment in which you are living and mm. and you understand and you're embracing that, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. That's really, I mean, it's, you know, a, a client might come to you saying, oh, I need help with this, but it, it's it's not just that surface level. It's like, obviously we're helping with the design, but it really comes down to help me live a better life, help me be a better you know, person through whatever that might be. So that it made sense for me to, you know, call myself that. And you know, it just, it just sounds fancy, doesn't it? (laughs) (laughs) It does. Increases prices by at least 10 to 14%. Obviously. (laughs) (laughs) No, I love it. Bon vivant. uh, And a bon vivant. I remember because you had had that on a card as well at one point, I think, before you rebranded. Yes, I did. And I remember seeing bon vivant. I I don't remember. I mean, I kind of knew what it was, but it's the less commonly used version of what you're trying to express. All right. right. So you have offices in Minnesota. And you work in London as well, correct? I do have clients in London. I'm headquartered in Minneapolis. Um, But I designed, uh, I was an interior designer in London for many years, um, working for uh, bespoke high-end residential firms. And I actually do still have some clients. They're not clients of those firms, but I have clients in London area. And then I work with them remotely. Um, And one of the wonderful things about being able to do that is, you know, I still know a lot of the vendors that are over there that I can help guide clients in that direction too so it's it's really nice because it's a totally different mix of um you know a minnesota design client versus a london design client um mm-hmm. but you know there's a nice crossover at the same time that makes all so. the sense in the world and it adds a whole new layer which is absolutely wonderful we're gonna be talking about that as well but you know as i mentioned to you before look i'm i'm i, I love most things uk I just, I'm, I'm an Anglophile. I'm a curious blend of an Italiophile and an Anglophile, which when I was thinking about the show, I came up with the term Italian Anglophile. Anglophile. Italian Anglophile? Does that work? I, that should be your title. In fact, we should all just make up titles. I do love making up titles. It's what they're doing in the tech world. Like, why not follow that? I actually do. All right. <laughs> tangent, tangent, I have to admit, a tangent. I had a guy who worked for me for a while, and his job was to go out and basically structure deals. I just want you to go find opportunities outside of the normal stuff that we would normally do. So, you know, just different partnerships and things. And I got him his cards, and the title I gave him, Conspirator. Go out. Find me some conspiracies that I can participate in. And I always thought that was one of the best titles I'd ever come up with. That's a great title. My IT person, I called her the Mistress of Technology, which I spelled with a Y. Isn't that just so much more fun? I know, right? so much more fun. I agree. I agree completely. <laughs> so are you suggesting that we should stop taking ourselves so seriously? A hundred percent. I am. Heard. But right? see, Mixologist is such a great... I mean, that's a great title. Mixologist. We don't like that word either. Oh, sorry. Really? Well, like but see, now you can make up your no, own. It, it, just, it, just sounds, it just sounds a little bit pretentious. Really? I just, to be honest, I just put in the glass. <laughs> and there's a great plug for Mill Valley Kitchen. And <laughs> in glass. What would right you here. like to be called if you could come up with any title? I really don't care. You, don't you care. can address me as you want. I'm just saying it's it has a bit of a negative connotation to use the word mixologist. Really? Just because it's, you know, hoity-toity, pinky up, like, I'm um, fancy. Good to know. I may start to reposition the way I position you then. Well, I mean, certain people you're going you're gonna to come across are going to accept that title. Those are the ones you probably want to steer clear of. Do you know the guys uh, at, the, at the, uh, uh, the Libation Project? They're a distributor of wines in Minneapolis. Mm-hmm. And their salespeople, their titles, enabler. Yeah, no, that's exactly true. Right? Yeah, that's Which, great. Good to you. That's, good for that you. Is now that's that's the the first step of a rabbit hole of f- right there. <laughs> <laughs> we got a lot of beeps on this one. <laughs> this I worked well. that off for me. I like it though. Yeah. <laughs> All right, we frittered away segment two by and large, but I want to get at least one good solid question in for you, Bethany, before we jump to the other stuff. But all right. We don't have time. I was going to ask you specifically what the dominant trends are in UK design, and we're going to talk about that in a second. Mm -hmm. But instead of doing that, why don't I give you one that we can do in the remaining minute and 13 seconds, give or take. You ready? Yes. All right. The color red is obviously dominant in the UK, without a doubt, right? Do you find trouble or problems integrating the color red into U.S.-based designs that want more of a U.K.-based or U.K. type of look. Ooh, 
Do you know, I think it really just depends on the the shade of red you're talking about, right? So if it's like a beautiful, purpley, deep burgundy red, mm-hmm. see, then we're, then we're getting into like the opulent jewel mm-hmm. tones, mm-hmm. which really feature over there so keenly. And you're seeing that happen a lot more here, too. So I think it just, if it's that kind of bright cherry, it's huff, but... Just work in the jewel tones. See? That's, There's the answer. Yeah. The jewel tones is the, the answer. Tones. I love it. All right. Well, there <laughs> it is. We, we've frittered away segment two. But segment three is going to be really meaningful. I have absolutely no doubt about it. Uh, let's take a quick break once again because uh, I'm almost going to need another drink. Um, folks, try this. This is awesome. We'll be right back. I love you. Yes, I Save an extra 7.5% during Warner Stellion's free tax rebate event. Choose from the best brands at our guaranteed unbeatable price. Then, save 7.5% more with our exclusive tax rebates. You'll save hundreds on laundry pairs, dishwashers, refrigerators, and kitchen suites. And trusted fast free delivery in Holloway are still free. Plus, qualified buyers can choose 18 months interest-free financing. Guaranteed unbeatable appliance savings through March 25th with exclusive tax rebates from Warner Stellion. This is Chad, owner of AM950. I've been telling you about my friends at Snap Construction who are arguably the most well-reviewed exterior construction company in the metro. Don't just take my word for it. Take a look at all their reviews online. Winter is the most cost-effective time of the year to complete your construction project. A majority of Minnesotans choose to have their work completed on their home in the summer when they should be enjoying the weather. As a result, the demand for labor in the summer is much higher. The most cost-effective way to improve or restore your home is in the winter due to the lower demand. Right now, Snap Construction is offering an additional 30% off of labor to the AM950 listeners on your next construction project. Call 612-333-SNAP and mention AM950 for an additional 30% off. As always, Snap Construction stands by their work with a lifetime craftsmanship warranty. Don't wait to get a free estimate by calling 612-333-SNAP or find them online at snapconstruction.com. Financing options available. This is Gregory Rich, founder of Habitation Furnishing and Design and host of Drink in the Style every Sunday at 5 p.m. You know, I'm often asked what kind of furniture Habitation offers. Now, I can go two ways with this. I can say something like, Habitation specializes in warm, modern, raw, industrial, and organic contemporary home furnishings. But what does that mean? It means that we have some really cool stuff, and that is the answer that usually goes over better. But cool doesn't mean crazy. And I'm proud to say that everything we offer at Habitation is functional and comfortable. The type of furniture that will allow you to express yourself, but still works every day. So there it is, Habitation Furnishing and Design, 4317 Excelsior Boulevard in St. Louis Park. It's the Twin Cities' best furniture and design showroom. Oil keeps your engine running at peak performance. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts and get five quarts of Pennzoil Platinum Full Synthetic Motor Oil for $28.95. Plus, get a $15 O'Reilly gift card and double O rewards points. Extend the life of your vehicle with O'Reilly Auto Parts. Better parts, better prices every day. Limit supply. See store for details. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. With your AM950 weather, I'm Sam Turnberg. Tonight, mostly cloudy with a low around 22. Tomorrow is sunny with a high near 42. Tuesday, mostly sunny with a high near 51. Wednesday, partly sunny with a high near 62. And Thursday, rain with a high near 57. The Eat Local Minnesota Restaurant of the Week is Victor's 1959 Cafe. Come try an authentic Cuban pork barbecue sandwich at 3756 Grand Avenue in South Minneapolis. More details at eatlocalminnesota.com. Welcome back to Drink in the Style Sundays at 5 p.m. on AM 950 here in Minneapolis, Minnesota, and available anytime as a stream or podcast. Tom Jones, I just, I, I, I love Tom Jones. 
He's great, isn't he? He's just such a cool crooner. The voice is awesome. One of the few good things to come out of Wales. You know my position on Wales if you're a long-time listener to, to, to drink in the style. I just I, I hate the fact that nobody picks on the Welsh, so I have taken it upon myself <laughs> to be an anti-Welshite. But there are a couple of good things that came out. Tom Jones is one of them, so they get a pass on Tom mm-hmm. Jones. Yes. Fair enough? We yeah. agree? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. All right. <laughs> Let's talk about design, Bethany. Let's talk about design. What are the dominant trends? We touched a little bit on it, yeah. but what is happening right now in the UK from a design perspective? Yeah. Well, one thing that I'm I'm noticing that's you know, and it's hard to say if it's uh, if it's just kind of always been like this. So I moved I moved over to the UK in, in 2008, and when I got there, I noticed immediately there's this huge trend of really dark rooms like painting your your walls your trim your ceiling one gorgeous dark chalky typically pharaoh and ball type mm-hmm. color and then incorporating these really bold pops um okay. to really lighten the space up and you know i'm I think that, that that's the case because when you have so many dark, dreary days, the Brits have gone, well, you know what? Mm-hmm. It's never going to be that bright space. So, like, let's just really, you know, embrace the own moodiness it. and own, own it. it. Exactly. And, and own the theatricality of what, what that space can okay. be. So, you know, you have you have that mixture. And then one thing that you just you can't help but notice when you're when you're over in the U.K. is because, I mean, like, so when I was in I mean, London's just so old, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's... I didn't actually even notice, but it goes back. I mean, I think it was London itself actually goes back to 50 AD, right? So, I mean. Londinium yes. was the name of the city that exactly. Rome established. Exactly. But when you think about like modern day London, I mean, we're talking 1485 Tudor era, right? So you have these buildings that have literally been around long before our lovely country was, you know, mm-hmm. even you know, in existence, so Absolutely. to speak. And so you're, you know, you walk around the streets and you see this beautiful traditional architecture and the detailing. And then the Brits also love at the same time, not only just to celebrate those traditional architectural elements, whether it's crown molding, um, etc., but then they love to throw in, you know, antique vintage finds. So you might see this kind of melding of um, an old antique with a flea market find with a piece that's been completely handcrafted because heritage mm-hmm. and tradition and craftsmanship, like literally with your two hands, craftsmanship is mm-hmm. still a huge part of of British design and celebrated very much. Not everything is mass production. Can we cr- create 2,000 of these units no. as we are in America? This right. is sometimes something that is unique, has greater impact. Right, and absolutely. And appreciation over there. This, yeah, there's a real celebration of artisans over there, exactly, working with your hands, like creating things in small batches, bespoke um, custom work, custom furniture is is huge over there, and we're you know we see it here as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if it's quite as celebrated as much. I think sometimes in America we we want things a little bit at a quicker pace. Although you're seeing that more over in the UK now too. Really, but um, it is it is just a really an unmistakable blend of this like tradition meets you know new and modern and something totally antithetical and been to our, um, flea market at the same time too interesting so a yeah. certain level of creativity a certain level of 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 i think you've used the word whimsy cheeky yes. you've used the word cheeky yes. uh kind of integration of old and new and it's not i mean one of the mm-hmm. things that drives me crazy and we have so many clients who come to us mm-hmm. who have shopped at one of kind of the main retailers who, right. again, I don't want to be, you know, besmirching anyone, but Restoration Hardware and Pottery Burn. And they come in and they and they buy everything there and right. they expect to have the look that they see in the catalogs. Right. And they find that it has no soul. It has no resonance. There's it's no personality. Not, there's no personality. Right. Exactly. So they ask yeah. us to fix it because we're unique in that level. And, and you're saying the same, I mean, on a grander scale across mm-hmm. the UK, They've, they've mastered the art of trying to take kind of the mainstay pieces, the traditional pieces that mm-hmm. everybody has, mm-hmm. and then integrating some cool, fun pieces as well. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. I, I would definitely say that's a dominant piece of a lot of what's happening in, in British design. I mean, you're, you know, like, any, you know, like anything else, too, you're going to see very traditional design coming out of the UK. But what I personally find the most fun is kind of what you're talking about, where you get to inject this really fun sense of personality and 
you know, an irreverence, kind of a, you know, a sense of fun like we've been talking about, right? It's, it's this kind of cheeky, not taking yourself too seriously, which is, you know, huge for the Brits in general, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, there's, because there's all, you know, you've got the royal family and you've, you have this sort of stiff upper lip kind of, you know, um, culture there. But at the same time, too, the Brits love nothing more than a bit of sarcasm and a bit of, you know, cheeky behavior. Exactly, is, is. exactly. So stylistically, then, mm-hmm. you're saying it's almost a matter of, you know, the national persona of Britain Mm-hmm. is a combination of huge heritage and irreverence. Yes, absolutely. Yes. And you, you see this you see this a lot with um are you, do you are you familiar with Colin's on wallpaper where they they have these original like woodblock mm-hmm. um prints and then they they might throw a, a cheeky monkey in there and that's actually with you know they do something with Fornicetti which is this you know amazing mm-hmm. Italian mm-hmm. design collaboration too. So again it's this kind of pastiche of the of the you know the heritage and the the craftsmanship and all of these things and um, and then they just will go and then they'll have this amazing oil painting of their dog or I know, something right, right? <laughs> and or or this like you know the bonkers pillows or something I mean there's this this piece in your in your um, shop at the moment that's really amazing it's this really cool sideboard it's super textured it looks like it's pieces of wood and it's like you're not going to see that just anywhere and I think that's a really great example of of putting in something that's completely irreverent and it's not necessarily so cheeky but it's I mean it's, it's interesting. It's almost textural and playful. You're you're absolutely right. And it's confident as well. Yes. Confidence is a huge part of it. I mean, in a lot of cases, Americans, I mean, we suffer from a national inferiority complex for whatever Mm. reason, which I don't quite understand. Dan, do you agree with that or would you disagree? Right. So, you know, so when people achieve a certain level and they want to decorate their homes, they almost feel like their obligation is to find the designer who will give them Again, that that photo shoot that you would find in architectural – not architectural dots, but perhaps a a restoration catalog. I I just want to interject real quick that I have not one but two sets of friends with oil paintings of their dogs. Yes. (laughs) Oh, I love that. And and they're fantastic. Yeah. And both the dogs are still living. Oh, that's awesome. And that wasn't a homage. It's – yeah. Here's my dog. Right. It's through there. It's, yeah, no, I mean, it's, and it's great because dogs are awesome. I mean, and you got to have a certain amount of confidence in order to do something that is not, like, you know, stamped and approved by mm. whatever maven of style. Right. The Brits are, they can do that. I mean, they do that in their clothes as well. They wear whatever the heck they think would necessarily bring them pleasure, bring them joy. Yeah. Spark joy is the big word, I guess, yes. or the big phrase these days. Yeah. Um, and from a design perspective, they've embraced that same concept. If it works, mm-hmm. bring it together. But you can't just bring everything together that you like because then you have a hodgepodge, right? I mean, I don't recommend it. I It's like eclectic. I hate the word eclectic mm-hmm. because eclectic is great at one point, right. but it came to mean just a bunch of crap that I put together and now I call it style. Right. I like blended. Uh, as, a, as a look, but you still should have something that's more independent and reflective of your style. Rules be damned. Mm. You would agree? Oh, absolutely. I mean, I you know, this is sort of my personal vendetta, but I can't stand when I go into someone's house mm-hmm. and I'm going, who are you? I don't, mm-hmm. you know, I, I don't know who you are based on your interior. And, you know, of course, that's, you know, not everyone is cares too much about you know their interiors it's not how they, mm-hmm. they reflect their personality but i love going into a house where i i know how you think i know you know what your style is maybe what you're doing on your weekends if you're going to an art show based upon what you have on your walls or what kind of sofa you have or whatever it might be so um and i think that's what they do really well is they inject all this personality in and it's an interesting thing about like the rules like what are the rules because i think you're absolutely right it's it's also a hard look to pull off too because um if it just becomes too eclectic and too much of a hodgepodge, then no order. Yes, yeah. right, <laughs> right. Um, and so that's why it you know it can be it can be kind of difficult to pull off. But the brilliant thing that's another that's another British <laughs> phrase. The brilliant, 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 bloody brilliant, bloody brilliant. Bloody, She's gone mental. Yeah, I know, right? I've gone. Yeah, it's gone. She's gone wild. mental. It's yes. the rainwater. She's it's driven her rain, mental. It's the rainwater. I know. This is good stuff, Dan. Yeah, it's delicious. Great. Um, but the. Uh, the, the great thing about it is, um, you know, when you have when you when you are so close to mainland Europe and all these different cultures that are just kind of in your orbit, mm-hmm. you know, you're seeing pieces that are coming from like you might you might have this beautiful English traditional English roll top, you know, Chesterfield sofa, mm-hmm. leather sofa next to a really crazy Moroccan lamp that like your granny brought back from you in the 80s or you know what I mean? Right. And it's just like there's that kind of instead of it being a hodgepodge, it actually kind of melds. 
yeah. together. And that's almost something that I can't even articulate. Got, I mean, there has to be a thread. Right. You know, there has yes. to be some kind of right. story that's, that's being That's exactly told. what it, that's what it is. It's the story. And, and when you can go over to someone's house and they can say, well, tell me, what is this lamp? Or whatever it might be. And it might be totally crazy. Um, but if you have that story mm-hmm. about why that piece is in your home, I think just kind of almost magically the pieces will start to talk to each other if that makes any sense that's a great way of putting it yeah so yeah so then it does kind of because it's you know i'm always amazed whenever i go over to my friends houses in the uk and they're not designers and some of them aren't creatives and and i go how are you this is amazing you're putting this together so very well and it's just kind of that you know through their experiences they've been able to kind of pull in different you know cultures but also mm-hmm. maintain a respect to the heritage of the spaces that they live or live in so you bring up something that's a great point so here's the, always the question that we look mm. at in america we tend to be everything has been built relatively recently mm-hmm. i mean our entire country is basically post world war ii it tends to be a homogenous type of a, of a design our rooms are square our windowsills are two and a third inches you know right wide. do you have a lot of trouble or are there ways of giving that kind of flavor that kind of unique uk mm. flavor within that kind of a homogenous environment yeah well i mean i absolutely hear what you're saying um I will also say that there are a ton of very homogenous buildings in the UK, too. I've lived in a lot of flats that kind of just felt like basic. Everything that got blown up after World or during World yeah. War II was replaced. Same right. thing is true of No, of it's so France. true. That's right. such a good point. That's mm-hmm. such a good point. And, you know, these old buildings that, yeah, I mean, you go through Brixton, for example, and Brixton was very heavily bombed in the war. And so you can see where there used to be these amazing houses and buildings, and they just, there, there are new condos and flats there now. But as it pertains to bringing that that sort of heritage whimsy cheeky design back to the minnesotan mm-hmm. um it's absolutely possible to do um you know it, it's, it comes through things like the kind of paint color you might be choosing or the accessories or maybe it's that one piece that's totally out there that's that conversation starter right when you have that dinner party mm-hmm. and people are like whoa where's this piece come from that's crazy or maybe it is the portraits of your dogs i mean it's i think what it's really about is injecting that sense of your personality into the space as compared to just trying to mimic a british sense of design having the strength to simply go ahead and do what you want to do and the ratification from a design professional like yourself goes a long way correct i mean because it's true you're approving it it's as you're interpreting what somebody wants right and sometimes we need to help them edit so it doesn't feel like a hodgepodge but you know there you go all right last break before we do the habitation audio log segment we'll be back in a minute Did you know that Habitation Furnishing and Design has the area's largest selection of Noir and CFC furniture? Are you familiar with them? I once had a customer describe Noir as a cross between restoration hardware and Beetlejuice. I love that. And CFC, bench-made furniture out of the heart of California, is definitionally cool. In any event, check out the lines at NoirFurnitureLA.com and then swing into the store and check them out in person. Habitation Furnishing and Design, one mile east of Highway 100 on Excelsior Boulevard. Victor's 1959 Cafe in South Minneapolis is a locally owned and operated restaurant offering traditional Cuban food. Open for breakfast and lunch daily with dinner Tuesday through Saturday. For night shift workers, Victor's even has both a morning and evening happy hour. And Victor's now accepts dinner reservations too. Stop in and try some delicious authentic Cuban cuisine like ropa vieja and seafood paella. Make your reservation and learn more at victors1959cafe.com. Victor's 1959 Cafe, revolutionary Cuban cooking. Hi, this is Laura, and I want to tell you about my family's favorite thing. It's our wood stove. We bought it about 14 years ago from Woodland Stoves and Fireplaces. And see, the wood stove has actually paid for itself because we can keep the main area that we live in toasty warm with this great moist heat. But more important than saving money, it has actually improved our lives. Having a fire simplifies life. It provides comfort. It sort of takes the chill out of winter. I'm Peter Solak. In 1977, I started Woodland stoves and fireplaces and i experienced the simple joy of warming myself by a fire i also realized that the place and the way we embrace fire has evolved in a diversity of forms and styles 
So at Woodland Stoves and Fireplaces, we have brought together the widest selection of our fireplace products and technical knowledge in the Twin Cities. Our mission is to use our knowledge to help you choose the design and function that is right for you and your home. Visit Woodland Stoves and Fireplaces today and find the right fire for you. Um, hello. If your taxes from years past are talking to you from the back of that drawer in your desk, it might be about time you answered the call by making a call to Moe's Tax Service in St. Paul. Time to come out now. They've been preparing tax returns and creating advisory-based relationships with their clients since 1971. Kind of steppy in here. Problems with the IRS don't go away by ignoring them. Call Moe's Tax Service. That's M-O-H-S. They're on Ford Parkway in St. Paul. 612-721-2026. Habitation Furnishing and Design is simply the best furniture design studio in the Twin Cities. What is a furniture design studio? It's a place where you'll find professional interior designers who are there to help you select the perfect furniture. A single sofa or an entire home. Our designers love making spaces exceptional. When you're shopping for furniture, it makes sense to talk to a professional. Habitation Furnishing and Design, 4317 Excelsior Boulevard in St. Louis Park. To waste our lives would be a sin. So release me and let me love again. Welcome back to Drink in the Style. As I mentioned, music this week provided by Tom Jones. Again, I won't pound on the Wales thing, but... <laughs> oh, the Welsh. Oh, my oh, the God. Welsh. The Welsh, the Welsh, the Welsh. Dan, Benedict's is a breakfast and lunch spot, but here you are with booze. Are you telling me that in downtown Wyzetta... You were encouraging afternoon and morning drinking? Well, considering we close at 3 p.m., absolutely. <laughs> Good man. Excellent. You've got a great drink menu down at Benedict's. You've got a couple of different things that are, are delicious and, and, and what have you. It's a great spot. You do great breakfast, brunch uh, uh, mix-up. What do you have on the menu or what exciting things are going on this week? Well, the uh, my my favorite drink over there is one that we also serve at uh, at Mercy. That's a little bit tweaked. Is the Irish coffee? Irish mm-hmm. coffee has uh, since been like a long forgotten or even screwed up uh, beverage that can just be so fantastic. It is. Tell me about your uh, your your Irish coffee. Uh, Irish coffee, um, depending on what location, uh, the Irish whiskey. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's it's really all about the cream blend, uh, the the blend that sits on top. It needs to be cold. It needs to be perfectly aerated. Uh, so it's basically a combination of um, Bailey's-esque, uh, cinnamon-esque, heavy cream-esque. Mm-hmm. Um, just goodness. I mean, I, that's that's the one thing I'm not going to give the whole recipe for. Uh, nor should you. Nor should yeah. you. No, it's, just, it's a shame. Irish coffee has been hijacked by Bailey's uh, overall, and that's what everyone interprets it as being, when in fact Bailey's is basically just cream, whiskey, and sugar. Yep. And if you put together a delicious Irish, if you actually are mixing it with some genuine whiskey, and uh, you mentioned the magic word aeration yep. on the cream, it can be a frothy delight. And the, the way it floats on top is every sip you get a little bit of love in each mouthful. It's right. good. And that's on the menu at Benedict's. At Benedict's and at Mercy. And at Mercy. All right. Listeners out there, please go in and, and, and enjoy that place, uh, both places, because they're uh, absolutely phenomenal. All right. Lord help me. It's time for the <laughs> Habitation Audio Log, um, which is always my segment for. Greg is already two sheets to the wind, and now he's going to try to read something that he wrote, probably at the last possible minute. But it can be interesting. So shall we do the Habitation Audio Log, Bethany? Yes, let's go for it. You've got a great radio voice, by the way. Oh, well, thank you. Do you know I used to be a, um, a radio DJ in college? <gasps> Did you really? I've been saying cloud, yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. That's uh, perfect. See, I, I can't tell. say the call. Get a ringer. Oh, yeah, ringer. I was going to ask to see if I... Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Beep. <laughs> Ratings are slumping. I needed to bring in a ringer. <laughs> All right, to hack with it. Uh, let's do the Habitation Audio Log installment 30. Spring is coming. This is basically a plug, by the way. I admit it's true. But it's a meaningful plug, and it has some information. So here we go. Uh, Brett, are you ready? I am ready in here. All right. 
Winter has finally released Minnesota, and we are speeding quickly toward the joy that is spring and summer. One of the things that always amazes me about Minnesota is how quick it goes from tundra to rainforest, and I have no doubt that this change will hit us as quickly this year as it has in the past. So what does that mean to us? Simply put, it's time to start thinking about patio furniture again. Patio furniture has always been a challenge to me personally. It essentially comes in two varieties, cheap and expensive, uh, with very little in between. Why is this? I admit the answer is pretty straightforward. Outdoor furniture takes a heck of a beating, so if you want it to last, you need to use premium quality materials, and that costs money. But the price uh, affects... But the price affects the consumer beyond the wallet. It also severely limits choice. You see, stores like Patio Furniture or Yardbird or even Home Depot and so on need to stock items for quick shipment. Since the cost of quality furniture is relatively high and the season is short, they inevitably make the decision to reduce inventory cost and mitigate risk by offering lower-end, homogenous products that all pretty much look the same and have the same two- to three-year lifespan. Habitation has gone a second route. We don't inventory much patio furniture. Instead, we've worked hard to find suppliers who offer high-quality, high-style, and short lead times. Manufacturers like Fermob, Van Damme and Philips Collection offer products that are aesthetically interesting and functionally resilient and arrive in just a couple of weeks. But that means our clients do need to plan a little bit ahead. Luckily, habitation designers are ready to help you make your outside spaces exceptional and every bit as exceptional as your indoor spaces. But you really want to... Uh, oh, no, I screwed that up. We're going to go back. Uh... But if you really want to make a statement, you need to start thinking about the outdoors right now. Otherwise, you'll quickly find that the only options you've got are the same dining and patio sets that your neighbor has. On the plus side, uh, if you do decide to go the big box store route, you will correct the procrastination in two to three years when your furniture falls apart and you come and visit us for something that's really cool and really durable. Did that make sense? Did that work? Yeah. That sounds great. Right? We've got some great stuff. I mean, I don't do a lot of patio furniture in the showroom. Um, we've got a certain amount, but, you know, we've got design books. We've got experts who understand how the pieces work together. We also, there's this awesome guy. Bethany, have you ever heard of, um, oh, God, uh, Ohm Forme? Yes. Um, it. Carter? Carter Everback. Yes. 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 I he don't is. know him, but I know of him. I know his oeuvre. Oeuvre. Yes. You know the oeuvre. Yes. Carter Everback is a furniture designer here in the Twin Cities. He has a showroom that is open sporadically and unpredictably called Homme Forme uh, in, in Naps. But he has developed this system where it is so cool. He takes standard furniture and he basically dips it in rubber. So it becomes outdoor furniture and watertight. And you can then have this amazing, cool space that you can just leave out over uh, over the season. And and he's got a, several pieces out at Habitation, and we'll have a few more pieces again this year. It's so cool. And like for Mob, do you know for Mob? Oh, do you know what? No. For Mob is the company. I, don't think I do. For Mob is the company that does like eighty percent, literally eighty percent of all the patio seating in France. They okay. do all the bistros. They've got this kind of a cool oh, contemporary yes. look as well. But it's this beautifully, awesomely made furniture. High style, almost indestructible. Amazing. We, we have a bunch of it, actually, at Habitation. We keep it out on the patio section all winter long. And then people think it's, like, shameful that I don't put away my patio furniture. And I'm like, yeah. no, this stuff's indestructible. It can stand up to a Minnesota winter. That's amazing. I know. So you should well, check it out. Yeah, I was going to say, I'll be back because, and this is the great thing, right? Like you, you never stop learning about amazing vendors and amazing, you know, places to come and shop. And yeah, I, also dipping furniture. I mean, dipping furniture in rubber, as you do, right? I, who <laughs> thinks to do that? Mm-hmm. That's so cool. Carter Everback does. Yeah. <laughs> that's about that's the size so of cool. it. That's Carter so cool. does just amazing. He reclaims furniture, restores it, and makes it yeah. just 
gorgeous. He is amazing. Yeah. I got to have him on the show soon because yes, he is you such should. a good guy. You should. But I love that you're carrying his pieces in mm-hmm. at Habitation. How? No, I don't. I don't think anyone else is doing that. It's wonderful. I don't think so either. Yeah. I'm really proud of it. I don't want to sidebar too hard, but I'm going a little bit. So uh, in the fall, we uh, we were going through a house remodel. And winter was coming. Winter's coming, and uh, we we took the we took the sectional couch outside and like put a fire pit around it and like made a whole thing. Well, the snow came unexpectedly, and with the last warm up we've just had, my giant black sectional couch has now been revealed for all of its uh, hillbilly glory in my backyard. And I'm working on Plan B to get rid of the damn thing, but I wish I could add some rubber to dip my couch in. Tip away. Yeah. You want me to put you in touch with Carter? Uh, actually, I'm very curious about that. I, right. I will be bringing some friends to your showroom as well because I, I, I have friends that definitely fall into your uh, category. The showroom is awesome. I have to say, I'm so I proud of it. my business. I want to see it. I know. You haven't been out there. You right. come in, you do the mixology. Oh, sorry, not mixology. The blending <laughs> of cocktail. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to offend you. Not um, overall, but you need to check out the showroom because the showroom is cool. It's Bethany, cool. you were swinging in. And I, you yeah. love the Gerber Art Gallery. Yeah, I was so impressed. I mean, I just love that whole concept of what it's. They're called the art, the art girls. The art right? girls. The art yes. girls. I love that concept. I think that's so cool, and I love that it's a local artist, but they have this great recognition nationally. I mean, it's just. I think what you're doing is really different and really fun, and so I'm excited to, I, to I see where it goes. I don't understand it. That's why I need to see it. Everybody yeah, needs do. to come in, and yeah. you don't have to feel like you've got to buy something. That's the beautiful part. I mean, this is about experience. It's, that's what I was going to you say. Want to buy something? Experience. I'm happy to do it. I'll sell you anything. Thing you'd like with the exceptions of my daughter my wife and one of my two dogs um, <laughs> just come in and enjoy the experience and get a sense it's a lot it's a lot like what we were talking about in the uk mm-hmm. you have to immerse yourself in a different environment and you can grow yes. as a result you can you can get a different sense of what can be done right absolutely it. all right absolutely we've only got a minute and 20 seconds left and you're supposed to be able to ask me a question and i blew it i totally have enjoyed talking to you so much that i have managed our time terribly dan yeah you know whatever yep i'll be back <laughs> i love it all right um you're gonna get bethany you're gonna be back on the show because this i would has been love tons to and tons of fun uh of fun um but we are winding into the end of the segment so i need to do my little closing and thank my listeners for tuning in but uh we have drunk our way through yet another episode on behalf of habitation furnishing and design bethany reed peterson stop bethany how do people find you Yes. Okay. I am. I'm on the socials. My handle is uh, Reed, which is which is a very strange German last name. So W R E D E Waters, and I'm at ReedWaters.com. Same spelling. ReedWaters.com. All right. I mean, seriously, it's an awesome collection of stuff. I was going to do a quote from Noel Coward, "Mad Ooh. Dogs and Englishmen." Yes. Which it was was appropriate, but uh, I don't even have the time. I guess do it fast. He did none of that. Mad dogs and Englishmen go out in the midday sun. The Japanese don't care to. The Chinese wouldn't dare to. The Hindus and the Argentines sleep firmly from twelve to one. The end.